Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to an Aromatic Life's Whiff of Wisdom. This is a brand new format that I'm adding every other week in between new conversations where I'm going to release a short inspirational clip from one of my previous guests. The goal is to offer a whiff of wisdom for your aromatic life and give you some inspiration to try new things that use your sense of smell more. Today's whiff is from episode 12 of the podcast with musician and fragrance reviewer Justin Copeland, where he gives his sensory perspective on how to evaluate a fragrance just like music. I thought it was a great reminder of how to approach evaluating if you like the smell of something, whether a perfume, cologne, candle, or whatever scented item you want to buy. Most of us are comfortable deciding if we like a new song or not. We just know it when we first hear it. But with fragrance, it gets a little more complicated. We're often influenced by the marketing or what others are telling us. When in fact, we should evaluate scent just like we evaluate music. I think this whiff is really great because it can remind us to take note from how we use our other senses. Enjoy. So what is the connection for you when you smell a fragrance, when you're deciding if you like it, how it makes you feel, what story mm. it's telling you, and when you listen to music? I'll try to explain each one separately and see if I can okay. bridge the gap. Um, when I listen to a new piece of music, um, my goal is to have it wash over me, is to just listen to it in its entirety. Mm-hmm. Whatever stands out to me stands out to me. I'm not looking for anything. Now, the musician in me will always be analyzing little things, surface level topical elements of the music, like the rhythm or, you know, what the timbre of, you know, the maybe the singer's voice is. Is it kind of whiny or is it very full? You know, I'm always analyzing those little things on the surface. The other part is, again, the, the synesthetic part of my brain is always on always on I can't turn that off so that means that whether or not I want it to my brain as much as it's able is analyzing the harmony of the music that I'm hearing it's saying that is a flat major that's f minor oh we moved up to a g major but there's an e flat below it you know all these it's wow. all happening and it's just my you brain can't is help just, it no and again it's not me I'm not sitting there like thinking through it I can acknowledge it or not but it's still happening in the background so that, but my goal is to just soak it all in. Then once I listen again, I will try to focus in on more technical elements of the music and like, oh, that's interesting. The time signature is this, you know, and the rhythm changes there, or, you know, maybe there's strings there, you know, I start listening. What am I actually hearing? The same thing happens more or less with scent. When I smell a fragrance for the first time, I try my best to experience it emotionally first. So without trying to figure out what I'm smelling. Um, Now my nose is nowhere near as keen as my ears. 
um, I'm still working on it's it. It's just and practice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's getting better. And it's, I think it will continue to get better. But nonetheless, I try my best to kind of shut it off. But in the same way, I still the synesthetic part is still kind of active. I will smell a scent and I will feel like green and brown together. And it's like, okay. And sometimes I will acknowledge it. Sometimes I won't. I'll just let myself feel it. Um, but the reviewer part of me, again, similar to the musician part of me, starts to try to figure out what's happening. What, <laughs> what are these components? What kind of citrus? Is that lemon or is that bergamot or is it mandarin or is it yuzu? You know, I think I smell herbaceousness in there. But I again, the first sniff, I'm like, nope, turn all that off. Just take it in. Just and viscerally, then, emotionally. Yes. 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 And how do I feel about it? Same yes. thing goes with music. What do I hear? How do I feel about it? Those are the two questions I'm, I try to answer just at first. And then I'll, again, upon revisiting, I will then dig some of the layers back and figure okay. out, okay, I think these are the things that are the reason why I experience it in this way. So that's kind of how they intersect. I think I kind of have a bit of the same process mm -hmm. when I do approach either one when they're new to me. Do you recommend, I mean, not everybody's doing music and fragrance mm -hmm. <laughs> evaluating <laughs> yeah. all the time, but people do think about buying a fragrance, for instance. Mm -hmm. Do you recommend they do the same? That they, you know, what would you recommend if somebody's just starting out and sees a sea of fragrances yeah. out there? I mean, obviously yes. they should come see you on your YouTube channel. That's the first place they should go. <laughs> <laughs> but just in general, like if they're thinking about how they actually feel about a fragrance is probably mm -hmm. just to let it all over them and yes. experience it really. Yes. Honestly, I totally yeah. agree. Um, what I try, what I've been trying to do lately um, in terms of recommendations with people is that whatever fragrance they are going to try, first thing they need to do is they have to put it on their body because yes. we have we have this notion of you spray it here on your hand and you sniff it all day and you take an account of what you're smelling and all that and oh yeah, there's there's the uh the basil <laughs> and all that whatever but we don't experience fragrance like that in the real world you don't walk around smelling right. it like this people don't walk around with their noses in your neck smelling right. your fragrance you smell it around you it's, it becomes a part of your, your ambience. It becomes a part of your aura. And it is how it behaves in the air around you. Maybe if you're outside, how the wind affects it or just how it smells when you turn. That's how we have to really experience what it's like to wear it, what it will smell like to us and to other people. So that's the first thing I always recommend. Do not judge it like this. And it's so ironic. You would think, well, if I can really get to know it up close and analyze it, then I know what it's like to wear it. No, <laughs> right, right. Not. Well, the thing is, okay, yeah. nobody can see you right now. So yes. what what he's pointing oh. to is your yes, you're yes. on your hand. hand. Like basically, yeah. spray it on the top of your. We hand typically will spray that... the back of the hand. Yeah, and we'll smell it up close. And it is a. I'm not discounting it. It's a beautiful way to experience your fragrance in an intimate way. And again, if you want to learn more about it, to be more analytical with it, that's how you can really detect the development of the scent. You can detect you know, maybe more of the notes altogether, because you don't always detect everything in the air. But again, it is still in the air that that's where reality lies. That's yeah, how we yeah. wear it. At least that's how I feel about it. So I do tell people that I say that on my YouTube channel. 
And the second thing I will typically say is kind of what I what we were just talking about, which is trying to experience it viscerally because our intuition is so powerful. Yeah. And it's so easy to second guess it. You know when you like something and you know when you don't. And my journey in fragrance has been an exercise to trust my intuition because yes. my tendency in life in general is to find something I like in everything. Uh. In everything. I don't really like saying this is all bad unless it's like war or racism right. or something just deplorable. Obviously, it's like, no, I'm not going to find the silver lining in those no. things. But when it comes to like most people in the world, when it comes to a fragrance as something as inconsequential as that, I'm going to try to find something that I like about it. Maybe even try to find a little bit of myself in everything. But sometimes even, even if <laughs> even I, then. yeah, it's like, I don't like this. Not to say it's bad. Somebody else might like it. Exactly. That's fine. It's just exactly. not for you. And often we can try to like something. It's like, oh, I, you know, I'll just give it maybe 15 more minutes, you know. But then it, it could still surprise you. That's that's possible too. But I think trusting our gut is so important. It's like, do you like it? It, it shouldn't take more than a minute or two. Yeah. Like, do you exactly. like it? How does it make you feel? It's like, you know what? I don't Doesn't really do like it. That's fine. <laughs> At least for now, maybe come back to it later, yeah. but you don't have to like pound yourself to the ground trying to like something. And it's no diss on the perfumer who created it. Exactly. I, that's what like, I think people need to remember too, is that yeah. that perfumer came at it from their perspective mm -hmm. and they're hoping when they put it out to yes. the world that somebody is drawn yes. to it. Not everybody is drawn to it. And, exactly. and the good thing is good perfumers don't create for everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they create right. a certain way. And then you're going to have a certain group of people who will enjoy that fragrance. That is right. Yeah, that's art at its best. At its best. Yeah, think. yeah. I hope you enjoy that whiff of wisdom. Do spread the insight by sharing this episode with your friends and family. And if you want more, why not go back and listen to the original full conversation with my guests? If you enjoyed this episode, I think you might like my new Substack newsletter, where I share my thoughts on all things smell. It arrives in your inbox bi-weekly and is meant to pique your curiosity and expand your idea of what sense of smell can mean in your life. You can sign up for it for free at anaromaticlife.substack.com. Have a great rest of your day. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. I'll be back next Thursday with a brand new conversation related to our sense of smell. Take care.